Lori, I'm going to show you something. Okay. Okay. Yes. Does this girl look familiar to yes, you? Yes, she does. I worked this case. This is a girl who you said was beaten and killed. Okay. This little girl is me. And you told somebody that she's dead. Wait a minute. You didn't disappear? I'm right here. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? How do you explain being completely wrong? I can't wrong? explain it. I can't explain it. You're charging them hundreds of dollars. Okay. You know what, dear? Hundreds of dollars. Done. I like to listen to music get on. After I have a hit of my thought of my thought of my thought. I like to listen to music get on. After I have a hit of my thought of my thought of my I like to listen to sick and wrong After I have a hit of my bong bong If I need to write a song But it didn't take me very long Well, now's the end Uh, yeah Oh, Adam and Eve Eve.com Yeah I like uh, to listen to sick and wrong After I have a hit of my bong of my bong I like to listen to sick and wrong After I have a hit of my bong of my bong Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosties, Simon. Who is? I'm Kate Rambo from up at north, in case you didn't know. Up north? Northern up slag. North. I'm a proud northern slag. People proud talk about northern being slag. proud to be a hoe. Well, I'm proud to be a northern slag. You should, you know what? Maybe the next shirt should be PNS. PNS. Proud, proud northern, northern slag. slag. We need to figure out to put, how to put an E and an I in there there. <laughs> well, you could use your own imagination for that. Um, Kay Rambo, I uh, just got back from San Francisco. I was there last week. Uh, last weekend, actually. I came back on Monday. Uh, visited my sister, little uh, baby Schmooley. Baby Schmooles. Yeah, I think the nickname's kind of dropped off. I'm going to bring it back. Everyone's calling him Ozzy now, his real name. His real name? No, I think your sister refers to him as Schmooles. Sometimes, but I think even now everyone's just kind of calling them Oz or Ozzy. I'm, I'm going to bring back Schmoles. Let's bring it back. But you know, it's funny. Every time I go there, because I, I only go there once every few months. Last time I was there, you were there in like March. The kid can do more things now. He's becoming more of like an able-bodied human. Oh my God, a baby growing up and, being, and getting more cognitive abilities. You don't fucking say. You don't say that that's what kids do. It's just weird to see it in real time because I'd never, you know, I'm not around kids. And now it's like, oh, wow, the kid's walking everywhere. Still screaming. Little motherfucker waking me up at 6 a.m. Really? At 6 a.m.? I don't know why, why people have children when you can have sleep. Why do people have children at all? I don't get it either. I don't have know. Sleep. Have sleep. Yeah. Have pets. Have an annoying cat that cries. You know, you can get all the enjoyment out of childhood that way. Oh, God, so much work. But he is a cute kid. And, uh, and you know, it's fun It's fun, fun to be around with him. I have, some, I have some pictures of me trying to ride his one of his tricycles. Kids got like 16 riding vehicle type things. <laughs> yeah, my, my sister's like, I didn't ask for this, but everybody bought me one. So they have like this, their room. They can't fit a dining table in there because there's like 16 it looks like someone's garage. He's like pimping. Mario Kart garage. Pimping his like. rides. But anyway, uh, one day uh, we went out, and we I get into it on second show because we went to um, my brother's new bar, which is a sports bar, not a gay sports bar, just a sports bar, and they were playing the last UFC fight, of which Jeffrey's a huge UFC fan. 
it's pretty easy to see why he likes UFC. I mean, come on. It's quite a bufty sport. It's like it, rugby. No, it makes sense, but it's just kind of weird because last time I spoke, I, did, I had no idea. He was like, he would, he'll go to like his friends will get it and they'll go over there and like he's all into it. And I'm like, well, who's your favorite fighter? He's like, oh, I don't know their names. He's like, are you guys <laughs> talking about the sexy guy in the red spandex? Or, and I'm just like, okay, so you're a fan for all, you know, for not wrong reasons, but your own sexual preference reasons exactly and that's the only reason people like ufc is because why do you want a man's balls in your face why do you want to make that your job i do think i do think it's uh it's just kind of there's a lot of repressed homosexuality in that especially like all these guys who went there you know i don't want to get too much into it but we went there and the dudes get really into it like screaming at the tv and i'm just like it's a little gay this sport um, it's so, not a real sport like wrestling. Let's just put that out there. It's the only wrestling. Yeah, there's nothing gay about pro wrestling. Nothing gay about that at all. Nothing <laughs> homosexual about the World Wrestling Federation. Vince McMahon will come for you if you keep saying that. Next come day, uh, we had a party at my sister's place, and uh, Wackerly came with his wife, and there are three dogs, wild, vicious creatures. Um, one of them bit wackily drawing blood. I'll, I'll get into the details. You have to go to second show to get that. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you teasers here. But anyway, I'm leading up to when I left. I left the, the following day and I go to the airport. My flight was around 8.30. I get to the airport around like 8. I was running a little late. And uh, I'm going through security and my fucking bag goes, the way, I don't know if this is how it works in Heathrow, but your bag's going through and if there's a problem, it goes into the like separate lane. Yeah. Like it's behind the plexiglass. Yeah. So it can I, be that's searched. Every airport day. Ah, so fucking <laughs> annoying. System. So fucking annoying. Because you know, it's like it's heart crushing, like soul crushing, really. When you see the bag, instead of coming down, it stops for a bit and it could go right to you, but instead it shifts and then it goes into the, the shitty security lane. You know, sometimes I think they do it on purpose because I've traveled, uh, in, not internationally, I've traveled to Europe and I had a dildo in my bag once. And yeah, they totally pulled my bag and then looked at it. They were like, did you pack this bag yourself? And I was like, of course I did. And then the man, even though his hands were gloved, touched my dildo. So, and I don't think I cleaned it before I used it again. Yeah, so technically say, was he finger fucking me. Did he take he a sniff of it and was like, oh shit, I'm putting this right back <laughs> oh, in yeah. here. Like, <laughs> he was like, this is, it. that would be a good job for Jodo because then he could be like, stinker. Stinker. Yeah, could recognize Stinker. Him. Until he but, finds the perfect pussy. So uh, I was in a hurry too. And you know what the one thing, when your suitcase goes into the security lane, it's always backed up. There's always like three. And these fucking TSAs, or not TSAs, what are they? Uh, TSA? They're like security. TSA. Yeah, yeah. TSA guys are just sitting there talking about the Warriors. Like no care in mind, no, no sense of urgency. And like all the people waiting to get their flights are like looking at them, arms crossed, you know, fucking foot tapping the ground angrily. And I was just like, come on, dude. Like you see a fucking backup three cases backed up there. Let's let's get let's get moving. Do your fucking job. Okay, so, you're getting you're getting dewy now. Well, I was I was annoyed. I was just kind of sitting there <laughs> like, you know, I understand you're getting paid by the hour, but you know, I'm gonna miss my fucking flight if you don't snap to it. So I was sitting there and the guy comes over and he's like, whose case is this? And I was like, it's my case. And so he's like, and I took my laptop out. I took my charger out of the laptop case. I took my toiletries out of the back into its, Can- its separate thing. While we're talking about the toiletries on this, you know how you're supposed to put all your liquids in a separate bag? Not in the US. I have, 
I've yeah, well, you're supposed to over here. I've not been doing that for like years now. They never ask because do you know what? I don't look like a terrorist. And how is my makeup? I think it's a war on women personally. And that's why I've stopped doing it because it's a war against makeup. And I'm wearing yeah, makeup and you can't you can't take my fucking concealer for me. And there's no. nothing there's nothing worse than that, too, because you probably spent 30 bucks on that and you can't fit in that little stupid plastic bag. It's like a so little bit bigger than a sandwich bag. And then they expect you. Oh, well, you can leave it or throw it away. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, and all my skincare. No, I just pack it in my bag, and never once has my bag been like searched for the liquids that might have been inside of it. Well, so fuck them. I fuck started, you, nine eleven. I started taking like my 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 toiletries out, and I put it in the bag separate, like separate from the suitcase, just so we could speed this along. So I was like, you know, you know, I wanted to know. Hustling. I was very curious what the fuck tripped the uh, the security here, because everything's out of my bag except for clothes. Well, sure enough. They like come over, he opens up the bag, and he finds that fucking deer hoof. <laughs> so Stephanie. my sister, my sister, <laughs> I'm totally classic Stephanie here. We got, so this was like a gag gift I bought. I think I bought it for her wedding. When was that, like eight years ago? There's a, at Wacko Soap Plant. People in LA will know that place. It's a place that have funny gifts and things like that. But they also sell taxidermy. So it was a taxidermy deer hoof. And so I bought it, I put it in like, you know, her little gift bag and she was just disgusted by it. But ever since then, it's kind of gone, she sneaks it into my house and I sneak it back into her house and it's gone back and forth. And so when Kate and I were there, I took it and I hid it like up on, uh, cause she just moved and a lot of, you know, she wasn't fully unpacked yet. And so I put it like on the top of her bookshelf, but just way in the back thinking she'd probably discover it. I don't know, a year from now. But she found it pretty quickly. She found it in like what two months? Yeah, and the uh, the Jesus sign oh, that yeah. I got her. What was that one? Uh, the the Jesus coffee it was like I need coffee. <laughs> All I need Jesus. in the morning is a a big cup of coffee and a big and a big slice of Jesus. Yeah, something like that. Amen. Was, we just kind of put that in the back, like with all her other bric-a-brac. Uh, but she found it. She was like, "This means war." And so anyway, oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about it. In my case, you know, to be honest, really wasn't out of my sight. She's that good. It's like sleight of hand is what she does. <laughs> um, so anyway, the guy pulls out. He's like, "What's this?" And I was like, "I was like, that, that's, that's I was like, that's symbolic of how much of a cunt my sister is. That's what that is." And he was just like, "It's a deer hoof." And I was like, "Yeah, it's a deer hoof. It's a it's a tax it's a taxidermy deer hoof." He's like, "Why do you have it?" I was like, "The, the reason I have it is because my sister put it in my luggage. It's it's not something I want." He's like, "Did she give it to you as a gift?" I was like. It's kind of irrelevant, but no, I gave it to her as a gift. And so he was just like, okay, well, I'm going to have to call my supervisor. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was so annoyed. And there are other people getting their bags checked, already going through, getting their bags back, and already going to the gate. And so he calls the supervisor, and this big fat fuck like, took his time. Like Probably took like 10 minutes to walk over from the other side. He wasn't doing anything. He was like sitting there eating. Like, look how he was well, eating McDonald's. Yeah, if he's a sodbuster man, he's got weak ankles. Like, don't hurry them along. You know, if he run, if he runs and dies of a heart attack, that would be your fault. These guys barely graduated high school. They may be a degree from DeVry Technical Institute. I think you're uh, generalizing a bit there, but okay, D. Well, if you graduated fucking college, you wouldn't be working at TSA. Uh, I graduated fucking college, and I got a two one, and I'm working in a warehouse. So put that in your fucking. Are you going to work for TSA? Okay. That warehouse is better than TSA, believe me. Anyway, the guy comes over. 
he's looking at it and he's like what's this and it's like it's a, it's a deer it's a hoof. Hoof. he's yeah. like well, why do you carry it around with you i was like i don't i was like i don't care my sister put it in my luggage as a joke and then they kind of were like that's a that's a weird joke and i'm like yeah i mean it's 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 just taxidermy he's like well, we're gonna have to scan it like, I don't, what the fuck do they think I put in a taxidermy deer hoof? Like cocaine? It's because, it's because, D, you said my sister put it in there. If you'd have just said, oh, that's my, that's my tax, I just bought that in San Francisco. They'd have gone, oh, it's taxidermy. Cool. And they would have probably scanned it. You've made this situation worse for yourself. Not Stephanie, who's pulling a prank. You've done this to yourself. Well, possibly. I don't know. He went and scanned it. And that took a little while because they had to go to their special TSA scan machine, which, nice. which scans it for like gunpowder residue and heroin i have no idea um and so yeah he brings it back he's just like all right well here you go it's so clean took it. <laughs> so now now i have the deer hoof back in my apartment and uh but now i'm plotting i'm plotting of how to give it get it back i think what i'm gonna do though is take a beat i'm gonna wait a couple of years you see you told me to do that you were like you need stephanie to forget but stephanie will never forget d you don't understand women and warfare i'm she gonna will. she's got a big house there's going to be a Jesus statue in that house by the end of this year. She better yeah, but, watch but it. the thing is, she's wary about it. So she'll know she's going to be watching us. So now I think I'm going to give it a couple of years and I'll keep it. I'll keep the deer hoof. You know, maybe incorporate it into a sexual routine. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On yourself. <laughs> no, I was hoping we could do it together. Um, <laughs> no. But then I'm going to uh, somehow give that deer hoof back to her. We'll see. It's because it's kind of revenge now. I mean, that that whole ordeal took like a good twenty minutes, and I had to run to my fucking gate. I was so pissed off. <laughs> anyway, I didn't even want to go to San Francisco last weekend. I want to go to San Francisco this weekend because Max and Igor Cavalera from Sepultura are doing a tour. They haven't toured together in I don't know how long, and they're doing Beneath the Remains and uh, Arise, the two best album in in its entirety. Two nights at the Great American, which is a small venue in SF. And JoJo had tickets that he got for like 30 bucks. They're playing one night here, and I missed it. And it's at the Belasco tonight, actually. You want to know how much a ticket is? Tell me. $180 on StubHub. You're really whining today. No, I was pissed off about it. I was just like 180 bucks. Like, who's going to do that? Who's going to pay that? Uh, People who really like Sepultura, like five of them? five people there. I couldn't imagine any metalhead having $180 to do that. Uh, what you talk about, loads of metalheads have tons of money buying all these really rare metal records. It's their hobby. It's their lifestyle. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I was just, no. It'll be anyway. packed. But, um, yeah. Well, Jojo went it. to it uh, last night, met another stinkor. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get into that on the second show. Anyway, uh, K Rambo, it's uh, yeah, Father's Day it's- weekend. And that's that's the reason I couldn't go to SF this weekend because Stephanie and Jer and one of their friends are like doing some Father's Day thing. Oh, it's the first Father's Day with Ozzy, is it? No, last year. Oh no, he's over yet now. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, last year. Jer will be living it. So how did how did drunk dad celebrate Father's Day? Like, what did you guys do? He didn't. He hated Father's Day. He thought it was a con, and you didn't have to just have to get him anything or acknowledge the day. Even if it were like Happy Father's Day, Dad, he'd be like, it's not real. You don't, you don't even have to say that to me. So he wasn't into Father's Day at all. Like you guys didn't get him a gift. Did you even acknowledge it? No, because obviously Mother's Day is a real holiday, which is like it's an old pagan day, old pagan holiday actually. So he would always make a thing about you've got to do something for Mother's Day, but Father's Day, no. It was good. You wouldn't even take the old man out for a donut. 
No, he can get his own donut if he, if he so wanted one. <laughs> so even instead of buying him a tie or, or a new pair of socks, you didn't even get him a bottle of whiskey? Well, I would. he would buy bottles of whiskey every fucking day. What is the difference on this Sunday out of all 52 other Sundays? I don't know. The rabbi, we didn't I mean, go crazy about it, but I think with the rabbi, we'd like buy him a gift, you know, maybe maybe go out to dinner or go out to brunch or something. I remember one year I was like maybe nine, eight or nine, and my dad liked classical music, so I thought this would be kind of cool to get him a couple tapes that I bought with my own money, so I bought him two Wagner tapes. Oh, that's and, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, you know, I mean, I'm like classical. This is kind of cool. And I remember as a kid, I didn't know much about music, but I listened to it. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is powerful. You know? Did he throw them in the bin? He was like, this is disgusting. No, Did he was just like, oh, fun. thank you. Thank you. And then yeah, I never saw him in his car, never saw him listen to it. And then like, I don't know, like a year later, I found him in like the trash and I was just like, Okay, I guess he doesn't like Wagner for some reason. I'll take these. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I'm going to read Mein Kampf and listen to these. <laughs> My afternoon is sorted. Yeah, he wasn't a fan for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, I can't think why um, the rabbi wouldn't like that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I haven't had to celebrate Father's Day or Mother's Day, you know, being that uh, both my you're parents an are deceased. Yeah, you're a, technically and, an orphan. You know, it's funny, my sister... She gets all bummed out on it. She's like, she's like, you know, it just, just kind of don't even want to think about Mother's Day or Father's Day. And I mean, I, maybe the first couple of Mother's Days after my mother died, the first couple of Father's Days, I would like, you know, have like a modicum of emotion and be like, oh, this kind of sucks. But I never really put much stock in those holidays. So I never really thought about it. And now I don't even, it doesn't even phase me. I don't even think, I forget that the holiday's even happening or that it even exists. Honestly, they're just burdens of days. I don't I don't need the burden of it. Like what? So I have to remember to buy you flowers on a different day. I like I won't miss that. Well you bought drunk dad flowers? No, I get like that's all I do for my mother on Mother's Day if she gets some flowers. Well, that's nice. That's a nice gift. I, I like it's not like I present them to her. I send them to her through post. Oh, well, I mean still. The thought that counts there, Kate Randall. It, yeah, it's the burden of the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. It's the burden. So anyway, for this show, uh, I had a whole interview planned. A whole interview planned. This I'm kind of peeling back the podcasting uh, curtain. I was like kind of ruining the magic here. Um, but I had a whole interview planned. I like emailed this guy like Tuesday and Wednesday. He was totally stoked to do it. And uh, you know, then I was like, all right. And I usually confirm. I always confirm the day before, and sometimes the day of, if I don't hear back from him. But the you know the day before I was like I'll send you the, the login information so you can you can uh, log in and uh, just to confirm that we're down and scheduled for you know two o'clock June seventeenth and so the guy messaged me back he's like looking forward to it and then today one o'clock hour before the interview he's like I'm gonna have to hold off so I gotta hold off we've had new developments in the case. Got to hold off. I don't want to say who it was just because we might have them on a future date. However, when I get burned once, I rarely, very seldom invite the person back. Especially yeah. a last fool, minute fool cancellation. Me I mean, an hour before it's meant to happen. Like, no. So yeah, we that's so... To, we went into, like, red mo mode. We went well, into, it sucks like, because scramble. now we're scrambling. You're like, well, fuck, I didn't plan anything. And contrary to people's, you know, beliefs... We actually do plan the show out somewhat. Like it does take, there's some research. There's some research oh, involved. You we know? spend all week 
doing this but we come up with topics and they got to go through and you got to do the research Research. and put it all together and we do like a script and all that so here we are in turmoil we're scrambling trying to find something and then i thought about something that i wanted to do a while ago get a psychic to contact our dead dads so that's what we concentrated on well that's what kate kate came up with uh with a club that we're in called the dead dads club Jojo's also in this club, although I don't think Jojo's is uh, ecstatic to be in <laughs> to be in the dead dance. I, th- I think he probably would have been down if we if if we got a hold of a psychic that he that he appreciated. Um, but th- so the goal was is to get a psychic on the show to communicate with our deceased fathers and wish them a happy Father's Day in the astral plane or wherever they are. Yeah, check up on them, see how see how they're doing. You know, like they're related to each other now. So when yeah, when you get in-laws. married, what did the fathers become? Do they just become like well, in-laws, like brothers? right? Father-in-law. In-laws, father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. So, he, you technically have a second dad. I technically have a second dad. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're kind of like your your your. I guess yeah, with parents though, it's not not it wouldn't be their father-in-law. To me, it's a father-in-law. With my father, would be like his. Uh, yeah, I think they're like brothers in arms because they'll be like like a brother-in-law. Oh, these crazy kids. These crazy bloody kids. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really know how that would be. Like, I, I met, I've often wondered, like, if you got married and your parents hated your wife's parents, like how I that think would that go. Happens a lot. Does that happen a lot? Where it's just like I they don't get happens. along at all. Yes, I think that happens. I mean, that was kind of how it was with my grandparents. Like, my paternal grandparents did not like my maternal grandparents. Yeah, they're very different. Like my maternal grandparents, my mother's parents. Or from Russia, and they're just like of that mentality of like you know spoil the kids, get them tons of toys and all that. Whereas my paternal grandparents were were from England and Scotland. Scotland, Scottish, well, yeah. Well, my mother or my grandmother's from Leeds, but my uh, grandfather's from Scotland, Glasgow, and he was. They were just very stern. It was just kind of one of those things. They would rarely would they buy you a toy, maybe a book. You know, it was just like they thought like the other the other pair of grandparents were like spoiling us. What they is thought, it? Spare the rod, spoil the child. That, that's what my dad there used to go. say about uh, about his parents. <laughs> so they never really get along, you know. But we did did drunk dad's parents get along with uh, with your sober mom's parents? <laughs> <laughs> my sober mother. Well, that's my Indian, my Indian granddad, who got. Uh, I can't really. They all fucking died, man. My like normal, my normal grandmother, my grandmother who was married to the Indian, she died when I was really young, and then my dad's. Uh, dad, he died when I was really young, so I have like zero memories. Well, did they get like a hookup on Slurpees at Seven <laughs> Eleven? Like that, I yeah, would have been like, that's, that's what cool. killed him. No, my <laughs> my Indian granddad was there. He died after my dad. Actually, he I have funny stories about him at the funeral. I've definitely told them on the Patreon. He was he cracked me up. <laughs> so anyway, our backup plan here was let's call a psychic and communicate with our deceased fathers. And so the first psychic I wanted to go to was uh, Raz, if you guys, you guys might remember that guy. Um, he was a firefighter psychic from New York, and they moved to Australia. Uh, but he didn't respond back. I don't know. Different time zone. Maybe he's still getting over the embarrassment of being on the show last time. So then I was like, well, we got to find a psychic. You know, what do we do? So we went to the source, the psychic source. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a website. I just kind of did a search for mediums, you know, and there's a website called the Psychic Source, which I got to say kind of looks like a cam horror site. 
they all look like they all look like myfreecams.com and they operate in the same scam way that myfreecams does well i think they have the same type of website that they do it's not evolved since like the early 2000s why should it have to so psychicsource.com life's possibilities revealed and you get an accurate psychic reading risk-free here so 30 minutes is 30 bucks 20 minutes is $20, 10 minutes for 10 bucks. And so if you're a first time customer, you get a discount. So you're only paying 75 cents a minute. And so uh, we ended up getting 30 minutes. But the thing is, you got to go through and it's just these pictures of psychics that kind of give you like a little short bio on them and what their skills are. Do they do tarot or ruins? Are they into Reiki? <laughs> do they you <know>? speak Greek? <laughs> are they clairvoyant? Will they give you the girlfriend experience? So it's, you know, it's a whole thing here. And, and you can chat with them. You can uh, do a phone session. So anyway, what we wanted to do is have the person on, on our Zoom call. Like join us on Zoom. You know, simple as that. And we'll find, you know, a, uh, a psychic to come on and uh, chat with our deceased fathers. You have, no, you, you have no idea how difficult this was. We spent, what, two hours trying to find a fucking psychic? Yeah, and then we had to hook up out the yeah. phones to the computer and do it that way do it like old-fashioned way they won't call zoom like they won't even do a zoom session so you can't you can't get them to call a separate number there's got to be through the cam whore site you know and yes. which makes sense i guess they don't want them to go out of the site and so i was like all right well maybe we could do we can't really do a group conversation because kate's in england you know possibly i guess whatsapp i didn't even think about that whatsapp might have worked now that I'm thinking about it. No, because we still had to do it through their site. Any of our outside means wasn't going to work. Oh, shit. You're right. So anyway, yeah. what we did, we kind of jerry-rigged. This is so old school. Reminded me of when I used to uh, record crank calls. But we had like a, a phone jerry-rigged to the speaker on the Mac. And then we called the person up. And then they could hear Kate. And they could hear, and we had to test it. Like I was calling Little Caesars to test it. <laughs> <laughs> to ask and, about uh, the wonderful falafel pizza. It's like, do you serve falafel over there? He's like, no, we, we do pizza. Falafel pizza? So it's, like, <laughs> it's like, no, pizza. <laughs> I was like, well, wait, my wife wants something. And she's like, hello, do you have falafel? <laughs> the guy was so annoyed. Yeah, because that's what I sound like. <laughs> hello, mate, do you have some falafel <laughs> on your pizza? Falafel pizza. It's a big thing here in the UK. Can I just say that falafel pizza does actually exist, and it is very tasty. <laughs> so anyway, we ended up talking to uh, two psychics. Uh, one actually hung up on us, and I think it was because of Kate's disrespectful questions. Uh, but yes. the other one, actually, we spent some time talking to. Um, pr- <laughs> probably could have gone on a long time with that guy. You know? Yeah, I could have talked to Michael Jackson for way longer than <laughs> yeah. what we did. I know, but from beyond the grave, and he had some insight. <laughs> So uh, let, let's play this interview with the psychics from Psychic Source. Greetings may be recorded for quality assurance. To end your connection at any time, press the star key. You are now connected. Hi, this is Misty. Thank you for calling. And to whom am I speaking? Hi, Misty. This is D. And, uh, and my wife, Kate, is on the phone, too. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hi, Misty. Hi. How are you? 
I am peaches and cream and hope you both are the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm strawberries and cream, but same thing. Um, so Misty, what we wanted to do to celebrate Father's Day is we're wondering if you can contact or, or feel um, or put us in touch with our, our deceased fathers. Yes. Well, they are together, you know. Are they together, the fathers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. When they both passed, when they both passed on, they connected with others who had passed on. It was like old home week. Oh, okay. So wait, you're saying together, not like in a sexual way, but just together as in a friendship way? Correct. They're all together. Okay. Okay. And and what are they doing both then? Both of them are watching. Both of them are watching over you too, like a hawk. Okay, can you contact? Can you contact one? We'd love to speak to them and wish them a happy Father's Day. Of course. Okay. And they know you're wishing a happy Father's Day. Oh, wait, you're telling them right now. That's correct. Okay, I'm just a. They want you guys. They want you guys to stop worrying about situations that are beyond your control. You see, my dad didn't believe in Father's Day, so I'm surprised he's he's happy I'm wishing him a Father's Day. He may not have believed in it to you, but he cherished it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, could you tell me like a, a personal detail about them? Because I'm wondering if maybe you're talking to someone else's father and not my father. No, I'm not talking to someone else's father. Don't worry about that. When was, Katie, when was your dad's birthday? Um, it was the end of December, the 28th. The 28th of December? Yes. And when was yours, Dee? Um, my father was, uh, was birthday July 7. Well, they're both still workaholics like they were. Okay. Do you know what, what he did for a living, my father? No, I don't, but I know he was a workaholic. Money was very important to him. He, you know, money, he did like money. He was... He was a fiscal well, man. Yeah. What, what about, what was important to Kate's father? I wouldn't mind hearing about that. I know one thing that was important you know, to him. Money was also very important to him and control. Uh, well, that's true. What, what about he booze? Wanted everything, he wanted everything his way, no way, or the highway. There was no flexibility with him. Okay. That's what, also true. What about booze? And guess Is that what, important? Kate? Yes? You are the younger version of your father. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm heading down the same road, too. I know you are. You have a character, traits, health, dental, vision, attitude, the whole nine yards. Well, I don't know about dental. <laughs> British Yeah, style. my my British teeth. <laughs> um, wow. So, are we allowed to? Talk, can we speak to them? I'd like to say something. You can. You can talk through me. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I guess I want to see if, uh, did my dad, is he able to contact Benji? Is Benji with is him? Ben or Hecub is Hecubus there yes, too? Benji, Benji's with him. 
All right. What about Dolly? You know, anybody that passed on, they're all together. What are they doing? They're just hanging out? Watching over, hanging out, watching over people. When there's something that needs to be done, and this goes on both you guys, and you both sit there and you look at the thing and you say, oh, the heck with it. You don't feel like getting up and getting it done. And all of a sudden you get a spurt of energy and you get up and you say, well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? And you get up and get it done, whatever it is. That's your father's pushing you saying, get a move on. I, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. My father. Didn't... Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Misty, I'm having a hard time believing that you're actually speaking to my, my father. What did, what did he look like? Can you tell? Have they aged? Uh, yeah, because no. a lot of what you're saying could be general. I, that's why I don't know if I'm speaking to my father or speaking to someone who's masquerading as my father. No, it's nobody that's masquerading your father. Dee's father could uh, um, speak two languages. So can you understand the other language she's talking to you in? I, I didn't understand what you said, Kate. Uh, my, my father could speak two languages. Can you can you hear him speaking the other language? No. Okay. Oh. All right. What, what's he wearing? Can you tell what he's wearing? Do they wear clothes? Uh, sure, they do. All right. Do they wear? Sure, so, definitely. do they wear their favorite outfit, or do they wear what we buried them in? What you buried him in. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's interesting. I think my father was fully nude when he was buried. Except for like a sheet. I think that's what they they wear like a shroud. Yeah, a white sheet. Yeah. So he's just walking around with a white sheet? Yeah, he's, he's in white. Oh, okay. My dad was in a very expensive suit. So isn't that a bit I awkward? That Dee's really, dad is nearly naked and my dad isn't. They don't. They don't. They don't pay attention to what people wear. They don't care. They're just happy. Okay. They don't have a care in the world. Well, quick question, Misty. Do they have booze in heaven? No. So not I don't think I'm Kate's father's of. happy then. My dad is not happy. Sure, because there's other things that make him happy. Other than booze? What else did he like, Kate? Other than booze? I thought that was the only thing he liked. Booze uh, and money and having affairs. Slags. Yeah, he was a busy man. You asked me <laughs> yes. what your father... You asked me what your father look, looks like. Yes. What yes. did he look like? I would say... He's, from what I am seeing, he's average build, uh, salt and pepper hair, darker hair. Is this um, Kate's father or my father? Your father. Oh, this is your father. Okay, all right. And uh, at times he's got a stern look on his face. But I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. He is just as abrupt and judgmental as he was when he passed. 
Well, okay, if you can see what he looks like and he's not wearing any clothes, is he circumcised? <laughs> can you tell that? Pardon me? Can you tell if he's circumcised? Because he's not wearing clothes. Hello? Thank you. The connection has ended. You are no longer being charged. Rate your level of satisfaction with this reading using a scale where five is excellent and one is unsatisfactory. Your seat one. is private. One. You entered one star for unsatisfactory. If this is correct, press one. Yeah, one. Please thank you for rating your psychic source experience. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> she just hung up. Was your dad? Was your dad really married and a sheep? Yeah, all Jews are. I thought so. When you said he's naked, I was like, "All right, this could actually be a Jew thing," and I shouldn't be laughing. But then I was like, "Fuck it, your dad's just hanging out, hanging out of there with his dong out, talking to my dad." <laughs> I don't know how that went. She just hung up on us. Uh, what? I mean, it's a fair question. Is he circumcised? Well, I mean, what she was speaking was in generalities, so. She never said um, anything that would, that she didn't meet my dad. No. If she had, she would have been like, well, Kate, your dad is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he's drunk right now, and he's being overly friendly to me. And we my still got God. eight bucks left. Why don't we call another one? Let's call another one. <laughs> <laughs> this this will be the show. We'll just keep calling them. Calling number one. Calling psychics. The contact. <laughs> the contact calling to contact till one. Yeah, let's just do it. This is a very from the bill inspired episode. Let's just call number one. All right, all right. Let's see here. Okay. Um. <laughs> let me find. See if we can find one that would work. I th I did like Misty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm peaches and cream, baby. I'm peaches and cream. So, Misty, do you like smoking in your living room as you answer these calls? I just, do you I, like smoking in your wood-paneled living room that has pictures of Jesus on the wall? I just picture her, like, doing this up until about, I don't know, 8 p.m. and then phone sex. <laughs> I think she gets confused sometimes when she answers and she's like, Is that cock hard? Mine is. Let's let's try a dude. I just uh, yeah. I want to speak uh, for some reason in my mind. I trust the male psychics more. I feel that there's a lot of female shysters out there, whereas the male ones, like you're putting yourself at a disadvantage when you say to someone you first met, "Oh, I'm a psychic," because women would be like, "Fucks, fuck that." So I think a male one is the way to go. Oh, we could try stash again. Let's try Stash now. Let's call him Stash. All right. Yo, Stash. How's it going, bro, bro? Let's try Stash. Okay. Let's call him. We still got $8. Let's spend I still, I still got eight bucks. So we're going to spend the money contacting right. our dead dogs. Welcome to Psychic Source. To accept this connection, press one. To reject, press. We are connecting you now. Your account will be charged once you connect with the advisor. I love this Twin Peaks music. Yeah, the Twin Peaks music is a good touch. 
Alright, let's see if this works. I bet your stash would know whether or not my dad was circumcised. Stash. <laughs> Lay off the questions right now. May be recorded for quality assurance. To end your connection at any time, press the star key. You are now connected. Hello, welcome, and thank you so much for calling today. Hi, is this Stash? Hi, is this Stash? Yes. Hi, Stash. This is Stash. Oh, oh, Hello. Stash. Uh, I'm I'm Stash. D. I'm D, and this is uh, um, Kate. Hi, Stash. I'm thinking. Hi. How, How are, are you? you? Hi. I'm I'm fine. I'm doing well. I hope you are too. Yeah, yeah. Do I'm you... just yeah. I'm peaches and cream. You you sound a little quiet. If you could speak up a bit, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Let me see what I can do here. Hopefully, that will help a little bit. That that sounds better. That sounds better, Stash. Okay, certainly. So, um, what certainly, I wanted certainly. to do is, um, it's Father's Day, and both Kate and myself have deceased fathers. So, we we're wondering if we could contact them through you and wish them a happy Father's Day. Well, I'd be happy to do that for you. Okay. I'd be happy to reach out to them and exchange, you know, share your your wishes with them. That would be great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly, I'd be happy to. And let me ask you a question. Sure. Was there a gentleman involving a blue automobile? Was there a, a I don't recall having a blue automobile. What about you, I, Kate? I had a, uh, yeah, my dad had a blue car. Oh, my goodness, because it was connected with, with, with the passage of someone. I just had a, a, a fleeting image of that. Like is he driving it now, like in, in heaven? Well, it, it it just meant something. It, there was just some kind of connection between a blue car and one of your deceased people that had passed on, and there was just some kind of connection. And it was really, really sharp, like a memory of some kind. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he had a, he didn't die of this, but he had a, a big car accident at one point in his life and he was in a coma, but he didn't die from that. And that was a blue car. No, no, no but it left, oh my goodness, that left an impression on him. It, it really did. I could, I could feel the energy there. Sometimes, you know, mm. when people have passed on their thoughts, I can pick up on some of their thoughts. And that was a fleeting thought he had like just now. Oh, it was a really, it was like it was a fleeting thought. So wait, Stash, also, can you see them? there's a great deal of love he has. Can you picture them? Like, can you see them? No, not not the way that you might think. It's a little bit okay. more complicated. It, it's more impressions and sometimes images of those people and sometimes images of what they've gone through, what they've experienced. Interesting. Also the people that they want to reach out to because they really want to, both of them want to reach out to you. Okay. Badly. Oh. I sense that they've even tried. And, and what? Why do they want to reach out? Like, is there something that was unfinished, like unfinished business? I don't know if it was unfinished, but just to let the to let you know that they're still thinking of you. Oh, they're, they're still, still their energy is still out there, but they okay. haven't well, gone or moved or, or, or vanished. That they're still very much alive. Well, what are they doing? It's on if, another plane. Are they just like in the other plane hanging out? Are they hanging out with each other? Like, how do they know each other? They do. Oh, interesting. They're, they've been very close. Oh, like close in like like a sexual way or a friendship way or both? No, 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 no more close in a friendship type of way. 
Oh, helping each other okay. deal with the passage. Um, my dad loved a drink, so is he drinking right now? Is he drinking some whiskey? No. Oh, he's no, sober. Uh, no, he's not. In fact, he's found some peace of mind. A peace of mind that he hadn't had before. Well, probably because he's, he's not around his daughter. This peace of mind. And also regret. Regular regret. Hmm. What's he regretful about? Regretful of some of his behaviors, but he did the best he could do. He wants you to know that. He did the very best he could do, but things just didn't quite work out as well as he thought they would work out. Interesting. Is there a behavior in particular that he regrets more than others? I don't think there's necessarily one, but I think it was not being as present as he'd like to be. Okay. And also, what if- and also some of the sadness he was going through. There was a great deal of sadness there. What about Dee's father? Is he happy? Much more so. Oh, okay. He was unhappy. As happy as he can be, he misses family a great deal. I know family meant a great deal to him. Yeah, I and would say there's maybe. That, and there's that, there's that missing family. I, I get that from him right away. He wants everybody to know that he thinks of everyone often. Can That's you one tell of the things that he truly misses? Is he family. like with? Is he with Benji right now? I'm wondering about that. I don't know. I don't. Oh. I don't oh. know. Uh, what about Hecubus? Is Hecubus there? Like, can you see <laughs> animals or other people that were involved in their lives? No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. The, the image is becoming very faint. What? Okay. okay. Question before he fades away. What is he wearing? What is he wearing? Yeah, I was wondering. Like, what do they wear yes. in the other plane? Do they wear their normal clothes or the clothes they're buried in? Like, my dad was very well, fashionable, a, so there. It's a different. I'm not so sure the concept's even relevant because they're spirit now. Oh, so they don't spirits oh, don't oh, wear okay. clothing. They're spirit. They don't exist in the same way that that we exist. They exist on a very spiritual plane. I mean, they they have recollections of what they look like. They still have that, but it's like it's there and not there. Their okay. those part of them. When they appear to people, and they may very well appear to you. They'll be attired in, in, in clothing that is familiar to you, so that you can relate to them. They oh, won't but in their, as they are now. But in their day-to-day spirit existence, they can be wearing anything, right, or nothing at all. It it it, it doesn't clothing doesn't work in that realm. I, I can't describe it any other. It's just it's just so different. That's why it's hard to communicate with them because they function okay. on a very high spiritual plane of energy. Oh, how do you? Can- Can you ask them if they enjoyed our wedding? I can ask. Yeah, were they at our wedding and did they enjoy it? They did and they were were happy, happy for everyone involved, but deeply sad that they couldn't be there. And they wanted to make their presence known but couldn't. But one of them, one of them did by trying to move a chair. Oh wait, during the wedding? Did some? Did that happen? Was a chair moved during the wedding, Kate? 
Um, there were a lot of chairs. It, it could have happened. No, it was it was from someone from beyond. I can feel it. That chair moving wasn't an accident. It could, was deliberate. It could, was a spirit. It was a, it, it was a loved one trying to communicate. That's how they sometimes do. You know what they might have done is you know we had a bunch of people watching from abroad over uh, calling in over a Zoom session, and it kept going out. So maybe he was trying to join the Zoom session. I think that's entirely possible. I, I can't rule it out, but I just had that chair and that movement and, and this wedding and can you ask him, can you ask him a question for me? Because I think I just want to let him know. So my sister gave him a family heirloom to Kate. It's mm-hmm. called the Pushka. And it's a it's a special sheet that a lot of people do of my faith that has a hole in the middle of it and you use it on the on the wedding night. And I'm just wondering if he knows that she has the pushka now and it's something that she holds dear to her heart. Well, let me see if I can. Okay, ask him about the pushka. It's... Um, I, I, I will, I, I'll, I'll see if I can, if I can get some kind of... I hope he doesn't... Wait, wait a minute. Okay, okay, you're hearing, you're hearing from I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get through. Okay. Um, he has a weird accent. The answer is yes. The oh. answer is yes. Oh, okay. All oh, right. that's nice to know. The answer is yes. The, the answer is yes. But he seems a little agitated for some reason. I don't know what has him. Maybe because like uh, well, Kate's a shiksa, you know, so that could yes. be part of the reason. Oh. Um, but question, did he use the pushka himself? Because I know he got it from his own grandfather. Maybe that's why he's, he's agitated. Great, great tradition. It's a tradition. He does follow tradition. He follows while, we're speaking, while we're speaking of grandfathers, is my grandfather there? Yes, he's there. And they're all just t- hanging he's out? There. They're there with other spirits, spirits of the of the other realm. They keep each other comfortable. They try to keep, they console each other because they're they're still very connected to the physical world. Still, they haven't disconnected from this one. Neither one of them have. Not. They're still very much. I can feel that sometimes they're around you. Oh, so that. I mean, it's hard to explain how they're around, but they're around. That their energy's still around. Okay, okay, but they're not watching us at all times because there are certain times I'd rather them not. No, see no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're not omnipotent. They don't have the capacity to do that. Oh, good. They can't. They can't spy on people. If somebody doesn't want them around, they usually they usually honor that. One minute remaining. It's very difficult for them to communicate. It's very. Di- Some of them, it's easier than others. For them, it's a little bit of a struggle. The more time passes, the easier it will be. But you will hear from them. You will see them, and also in dreams. Oh, okay, dreams. interesting. In vivid, um, you vivid know, color. Stash, we only have like a minute left. So, Kate, do you want to wish your father a happy Father's Day? Uh, yeah, happy Happy Father's Day, Dead Dad. He didn't believe in Father's Day, but there you go. But he believes in whiskey. And I'd like to wish my father a happy a happy Father's Day too, Stash. If you could do that, and just let him know that the pushka I will. is in good hands. I will. I, he he'll be happy to know that. I know he will be happy to know that. There's something about someone saying something about kittens. Kittens. I don't know what that means. 
Yeah. We, bo- we both have cats. What about gerbils? Do you hear anything about gerbils? That's what no, killed Dee's dad. About, about kids. You have run out of dollars on your account. Oh, to bummer. continue your reading, please have your credit card ready and select the package you'd like to purchase. Enter your response at any time. All right. Well, <laughs> well, do you know what? It was amazing hearing about my dead dad from Michael Jackson. I never thought I would get to this point in my life. I know. I was just like, wow, this the voice sounds familiar. I wonder if he goes into the spirit realm. And, uh, I and- think Michael Jackson is living in his body. Well, I just wonder if he goes in the spirit realm and like molests dead children. <laughs> just like... uh, well, maybe he definitely paid them off in car. <laughs> He's a pedophile that can cross planes. It's like uh... oh my god, <laughs> why has nobody made that movie yet? I think it's called Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Anyway. Oh, don't bring Marvel into this, Jesus. <laughs> I was having a nice afternoon. <laughs> All right, I'm cutting this off. You know, now that I think about it, we were essentially crank-calling psychics. Well, no, because it would have been nice if one of them said, and was your dad called Frank? I've been like, <laughs> yeah. And did he like Bell's whiskey? I said disturbingly, yes, he did. Did your father love Israel? Was he really cheap? <laughs> like, well, yes. How did, how did you know this? <laughs> I'm I'm seeing a circumcised man shouting at he... me about reading the Torah. <laughs> well, that was the best thing is she was like, well, he's naked because they're not wearing clothes. So the, the first one was just like, <laughs> who sounded like a bus driver. <laughs> she was like a school uh, bus driver. Yeah, she is definitely sat in her wood paneled house, just smoking cigarette after cigarette, feeling like peaches and cream. <laughs> and she was just like, wow. Yeah, you know, they 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 wear what they're buried in. It's just like, oh well, my my father is you know, just wearing a shroud. So he's naked. Yes, that's what he's wearing. Okay, so so was he circumcised? <laughs> and she was just like, is he what? <laughs> uh, I guess that was the question that just kind of you know took her over the edge. I I don't think Misty's seen um a penis since about 1963. <laughs> because the last time Misty laid her eyes on a cut dick, bless her. Yeah, current calling psychics there. But, you know, Michael Jackson, that's a good psychic. And I enjoyed Michael Jackson's vibes, and I felt that he was trying a little bit harder than what Misty was. I agree with that. I think he was. Anyway, people, if you want to get scammed by psychics, go call the psychic source and uh, get in touch <laughs> with your deceased loved ones. <laughs> it's not a scam. I'm just... Uh... Oh, it's a scam. Just, I'll say it. It's a I'm scam. just joshing. Um, people, this is episode 848 here. Sticking around. Got some phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, but first, here's a quick message. Hey, guys. It's Stephen again. Just calling from Evan through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say... Thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy Carl Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. Love you. Bye. So you got a few phone calls to get to here. 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, and remember people you can email... 
sickerunpodcast at gmail.com or even submit calls via Facebook, though that really pisses me off when you do that. It angers the Jew. It does. It really, really uh, aggravates me. So, so, keep so that do in it. Mind. Keep that in mind. <laughs> all right. Um, keep so this first them call, on Facebook. This first call we got here is from uh, uh, that, that Michigan girl. You know, she calls in every now and then. Oh, possibly. I'll probably, I'll know when she's. You'll recognize talking. it, boys. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. I just finished the Silence of the Lambs podcast. I was going to write you guys, but you said you needed phone calls, so here we go. Little quid pro pro quo, I guess. I'm going to give you something. <laughs> now you give me It's a hard word to say. So, first of all, I fucking love the episode. That's honest to God, truth. Probably one of my favorite episodes thus far. Cool. I hate, I thought you did it. A pretty remarkable job, and it was which really one? Interesting. And I like how you guys the Signs of the Lambs episode. Remember that one? Oh, the one about the uh, yeah, the uh, the Lamb family, the freaking David Lamb. Yeah, with the with the the mortuary in Pasadena. Oh yeah, I mean that's such a wild fucking story. I love that story. Yeah, that I remember when I crazy. was reading about it, I was like, "Dee, we've got to do this on the show this week. This is that's crazy." That's a good one. For Pasadena, because I could see it so clearly in my mind. Oh, Anyways, wow. what I'm asking you for is I want Kate to do an episode on the beef between these two morticians. I'm assuming the ask a mortician chick is like the fat chick with bangs. I don't <laughs> want to look it up because I also fucking, I shouldn't say fuck. I mean, respect to her, I guess. But I understand why you might not like her. And I really don't want to take a chance and find out if that's her or not. So I think you should do a episode on, like, what's their beef, why you like one more than the other. And just, you know, give us the drama on these morticians. Oh, you like, want the gossip? Well, first of all, Scott Michaels isn't a mortician. But he does no, a Scott show Michaels about death. is like a pop culture theorist, much much like myself. But I am nowhere near as fucking good it is. Scott but he's Michaels. not a mortician. No one is. Ask a mortician. She's a trained mortician, right? She is, a, and she's in the funeral industry. I mean, but she's she one of like the, the world leaders in like natural burial and stuff like that. And I mean, she lives and works in LA. So here is the gossip. I'll lay it out to you. And this is because I listen to Scott Michaels' podcast, and like I follow Scott Michaels. I don't particularly like her. I do like sometimes watch her videos, but I just kind of feel she's a weirdo. Okay, and that's coming from me. I just feel like anybody who puts themselves on their own channel on YouTube where they're pretending to be a cops getting their makeup done, like that's a bit weird to me. Wait, wait, and that's wait. me saying that. She pretends to be a corpse while she's doing her own makeup or someone's no, doing her makeup. No, she gets the the uh, embalmer, the mortician to do their makeup. And that was like a video on her channel. While she's feigning being a corpse. Yeah. Talking oh, about weird. the embalming pro I mean, I get it. It's to stop people being so scared of death. That's a pretty fucking weird thing to do. And I don't think she should be running around judging other people when you do stuff like that. So what happened is this. Can you remember a few years ago, there was that old um, fucking B-movie starlet called Diane Vickers who died um, in like relative like obscurity in her hoarded up house? That, was that during- sounds familiar. It was a really hot heat wave in um, LA at the time. Her body became like mummified. You remember? I do remember this. Yeah. And they found her in this, like, yeah, in her home. She had a huge hoard and she was just, yeah, she'd been dead for a while. Ages. Yeah. Months. And she'd become mummified. So that was a whole big deal. And obviously, it's Scott Michael's business is deaf as well. He rocked up to the house and he took a couple of like bric a brac laying outside, maybe some crime scene tape, whatever. So then 
uh, this Ask a Mortician chick, Caitlin, um, she banged on that what Scott Michaels did was really disrespectful to the dead. And he shouldn't be running around doing stuff like that. And he should respect dead people. Wait a sec. What does she think about your whorish photos that you took at Sharon Tate's grave? Oh, the one where I'm like twerking on Sharon Tate's grave and like <laughs> and just rubbing my pussy skelter? all over it, being like, your take that, Sharon. Shirt? You're dead and I'm not. Yeah, she would hate that. I'd like to ask a mortician about that. So, yeah, Scott Michaels just kind of mentions it on his podcast and he was like, he said, well, we're both kind of in the business of death and I really don't think Diane Vickers will care if I'm at her house taking crime scene tape no. or like stones or whatever to preserve them in a museum. So that when other people come and look and they go, oh, who's this dead chick that she might live on after her death? Because obviously nobody cared about her when she was alive. Well, or they would have found her mummified body. Well, he may need to call Psychic Source and ask her if she'd care. <laughs> if she'd care. <laughs> so I'm totally on Scott Michael's side. I think, like, obviously everyone has different opinions about like you know me and you have that argument about cannibalism and uh, necrophilia we all have different opinions about death and stuff but i think saying that what he did was disrespectful and he should have respect for the dead please get off your high horse you pretend to be dead on your channel and let people like do cops shit to you how is that respectful to the dead and who cares the dead don't give no shits the dead like uh -huh. my dad yeah, there you go. From one ghoul to another. Um, <laughs> do you so the people that support them both, like the Ask Mortician audience and the Scott Michaels audience, do they hate each other? Like, are there? Oh no, you know, I think it's just rumbles. I, I think it's just uh, people like Scott Michael has his death hugs, right? I've been a death hug since I was like fifteen. So I, no matter what, I'm always going to support Scott Michaels, and I don't think it's even real beef. I just like I just don't like her. I think she's just a bit of a like weirdo and that's coming from me saying that at least scott michaels knows who he is and he's not like ashamed of anything whereas i think she hides stuff under the realm of i remember when the whole covid thing she was going about she put up a fucking video about all the dead being piling up in fridges and everyone should go get a vaccine and everyone should wear masks because it's such a terrible thing it's like Oh, get off your high horse. This is YouTube. I wonder if she's got like a corpse fetish. Do you think she does that? Where it's like she plays dead while having yeah. sex with her partner? Well, her partner fucks her. I, it's a thing. You know what? She's People a very successful it. woman. She made a lot of money off books. She does TED Talks. Good for her. Like, make your money, honey. But like, don't pretend that what you're doing with dead people is better than what somebody else does with dead people. It's all the same. She puts her pussy on a pedestal. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's a beef between two people I don't really care much about. Care about. Either one I, I care about. <laughs> but I guess if I had to choose, I'm going to be on the Scott Michaels side because that's who Kate looks. Thank you. <laughs> You're wrong. I love your podcast. It's the only thing that keeps me from ending my hour and a half commute. Ending my life during my hour and a half commute to Bakersfield, which D will tell you is a fucking shitty area. All right. Wow. God, that is Bakersfield is a shithole and have to drive an hour and a half to and from it. That's got to suck. So as long as we can try to keep you entertained there, Michigan gal, we'll do our best. Um, second call here is uh, related to Father's Day. This is topical. Is it my dad? Hey, sick and wrong. This is Tim calling in no, again Tim. or for the first time, depending on what order these stories get played. Um, 
So I was trying to think about some stories to call in for, and since we're near Father's Day, I figured I'd share one about my father-in-law. Um, very nice man. Could not ask for a better uh, a better person to, to interact with uh, for letting me bang his daughter. And <laughs> so uh, my wife's family is pretty big. They have lots of gatherings. Um, the one uh, uncle has a house out in eastern PA. That's got to suck to have to go to your wife's gatherings all the time. I've had to deal I'm with, with you. that too. One of the bonuses and one of the first things that instantly attracted to me to you was when you said your parents were dead. I was like, ooh. Excellent. That, when I when I meet a girl whose parents are deceased, I'm just like high five. This is this is going to work out. Yeah. Because that there's nothing worse than having to go to family reunions every fucking year and Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter, which oh. Easter is like the worst holiday to have to do with you with your significant other's family, especially when you're a Jew. Got a pool. It's a great spot to go for either a, either a Memorial Day or Labor Day uh, party. I can't remember which one this was. And so we're all sitting outside and we're you know snacking and having having some beverages, enjoying the weather. And from where I was seated, I just happened to look over and I see my father-in-law, you know, ten feet away. And from how his legs and shorts were positioned, it was oh, no. just straight old man balls. Not that they were, like, so long they were hanging out the bottom of his shorts. Wait, does he wear underwear, or was he just, like, totally free-balling? I think he was free-balling. I think he's wearing swimming trunks. Dukas, as we would call them. Oh, maybe he's wearing swimming trunks. And what, what, is he wearing a fucking Speedo? Like, don't you know? Like, don't you feel the breeze on your balls? Or maybe he he was feeling the breeze on his balls and enjoying it. Well, they're old man balls, so they're, like, you know, down to his knee. Uh, are they less sensitive? I don't know. I think it was free balling. But you could see them. Um, and so I didn't obviously know how to address this at the time. Um, uh, still still don't. Haven't brought it up with him. Uh, Be like, yo, dude, I can see your scrote. Put it back in your pants. That's, how, that's all you do. <laughs> you know what? That's where his, his daughter who became his wife came from. So respect to the balls. <laughs> I would still tell him. I'd be like, "Hey, hey, Ted, can see your uh, scrote. Put them back in your pants." <laughs> and so instead of obviously going, "Hey, I can see your bag," I just got up, I got some more dessert, maybe a beverage or two, and sat somewhere else and just let his balls dangle in the breeze. <laughs> it's almost uh, that's better. That's it. Take care. <laughs> that is almost better because it's kind of like give that gift to everyone else at the party. And you know what? He's an old man, and if he's in anything and anything in this life it's that he should let the breeze be on his balls and you should respect that about him so he he made the right call i wouldn't have said anything i definitely would have mentioned it to my wife and been like hey yeah your dad do you think the secret service is allowed to tell joe biden when his balls are hanging out because that guy's balls have to be long have you seen uh biden falling off his bike has been yeah you saw his balls you didn't see his balls when he fell off his bike right out of his spandex just popped right out (laughs) Didn't you see them? Is that what I, you were looking to, at? I had to pause it and, like, you know, blow up the zoom screen. Zoom in. Yeah, zoom in a bit. But you can see his nuts. Biden's balls. Got some balls, that guy. <laughs> Old man balls. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a very awkward situation. I think I probably would have done the same thing, mainly because I think it's funnier. I, would, I think it's funnier that way that his balls are out and he has no idea. Would you not have taken a picture and put it in the uh, in the group chat with the lads? Because I probably would have done that and been like, yo, my father-in-law's balls are at this party. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, do you tell people if they have toilet paper on their shoe, like come out of the bathroom with it? Would you say, oh, hey, you got toilet paper on your shoe? Yeah, but that's a bit different to your balls hanging out. I wouldn't do that either because I think it's just more humor for everyone else. (laughs) What, so you don't tell people? Like, if somebody's got something on their face or stuck in their teeth, you don't tell them? Definitely not because it's like I just want to see how long this will last. That's mean. (laughs) I don't know. I think I don't like to deny people a good time, you know? (laughs) People love to laugh, Kate Rambo, all right? Uh, thank you, Tim, for the Father's Day story. Tim called in with a couple more. I think uh, uh, Tim called in with a story about a, a colonoscopy, which I think he had <gasps> that I can relate to. So I'll be probably playing that next week. You know, oh, yeah, it's coming your, up. It's coming your up. Your due date is coming up. I'm not happy about it. Did you say you due gonna... date or due date? <laughs> I said both. Okay. <laughs> I <was> like... <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this uh, this third call, I, I feel I feel sorry for any doctor that has to give this guy a colonoscopy. Ah, epic farter here. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, how are you doing? Congratulations, much love. Um, you make a great couple. Um, and yeah, makes me smile, which is all good. Um, speaking of making me smile, I don't know whether I said before, but I bought myself an old camper van, an 89 Volkswagen camper van. Not one of the vintage ones, but Nevertheless, it's cool. Um, Wait, it's not like a Vanagon. It's like a little. It's not not like the classic Vanagon, like that you saw in Texas Chainsaw One. No, I it's think they're still pretty cool. The, but eighties, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, see, I I don't really like those old fucking Volkswagen shitty buses that the hippies drive around in to Grateful Dead shows. I just think they're shitty looking, and like, what can you get in them? Be, Very boxy. You know, at least Epic Fart is going outside and getting something a bit different. Probably got more room in the back. Yeah, why not? Yeah. My new girl that I'm seeing refers to it as a serial killer van, and she's always looking for tape and rope and stuff in the back. Um, obviously, I'm not that sort of person. But Well, serial killer vans, like rape vans is what I call them, are very distinctive. They're, they're, first of all, they're not like a... Volkswagen type of yeah. uh, camper. It's more of like a van, usually with a mural on the side. It's rusted out, you know. I, do you know what? Bring back van murals. Aren't they amazing? And you see a Sprinter van with a fucking awesome mural on the side, when, where when it's like unicorns and like Ronnie James Dio's head. Yeah, that, no, th- yeah, those I enjoy. But do you ever see them when it's just like? a really faded sunset because it's like in half the decals missing and the paint's all rusty and the windows are black. They're completely yeah, tinted. It. That's a rape van. You, if Kate, if you find yourself in the back of that van, probably going to get poked. <laughs> I find it quite funny that she's uh, stoops down to that level, which is great. Um, I thought I was in the friend zone with her uh, oh. up until recently. We went out for a meal. Um, we got talking to this other couple and they were saying about places to stay and they said oh well why don't you go to castle at edge hill which is out not far from us um you can get and stay in the haunted room there obviously they don't know who we are they didn't know whether we were friend zone boyfriend and girlfriend or what but they said about it and she was all like oh yeah 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 i'd love to do that and they left and with it she said to me um do you want to do that? I'd love to stay in a haunted room. Do you want to do that? She said, if we book in there, we can have a meal downstairs and then we can go back to the room and just have lots of sex. And I'm like, hold on, I'm in friend zone here. What's going on? Uh, did I just hear that right? 
Yeah, yeah, we are going to have sex, aren't we? She said. Well, this is interesting. Is this the first time? I mean, you're you got you're on a vacation together, and you've never boned, not even once. No, they're not on vac- holiday. They live near each other. They're just out having dinner, and he thought they were in the friend zone, but she was like, "No, we're in the bone zone." Yeah, but it's kind of weird that you. Ha- How many times have you hung out with her, Epic Farter? That's what I want to know. Well, enough times that he just thought it was a friend zone. Okay, so you you kind of came to the conclusion. I'm friend zone here. She's cool. I like to hang out with her, but she's crossing out of the friend zone. Yeah. I mean, some men are just horrible at taking hints. Like you can wink at them, wink at them all the live long day, and they just don't get what's happening, and you have to spell it out. For you got to actually show I, your, I admire you have to show your titty. You got to like pull one out titty. and be like, come on, dude. <laughs> and say, clueless. We're go to stay in a room and bone. Clueless. Wow. Fuck me. You could have knocked me down with a feather. I was like, well, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's on the horizon. I'm going to be booking that in soon. Um, <laughs> apparently, she couldn't wait till then. So, uh, she's coming over this weekend, um, staying here. We're going Ooh. up my local. Um, and then I'm going to take her out in the serial killer van on Sunday for a bit of a cruise around. So, yeah, my life's not looking too bad, to be honest. Living in a cottage in the Cotswolds. Pretty chilled out. Um, working from home. Oh, that's perfect. Got my midlife crisis serial. It is perfect for a farter to work from home. Uh, I will say that having a cottage in the Cotswold is way more serial killery than having a van. Having a, a, a rape van. Yeah, definitely, especially when you're a single man. Yeah, van time sense. machine. Um, and yeah, everything's groovy. Um, look forward to hearing more of your work, more of your podcasts. Um, I'm finding it funny. I do like your in-depth conversations. Um, <laughs> the the one I found really funny was about chopping your poo up. Um, that really made me chuckle. And right. funnily enough, last night, I'd only heard it yesterday, I went in a pub last night, and they were talking about collecting a poo sample and how to do it. So oh, it was wow. really useful. So I managed to tell the, the main bar lady how to collect her poo in this modern age in a UK loo. But, yeah, keep it real, guys. Love you loads. You take care of yourselves. Peace out. <laughs> I think that was when we were talking about I was talking about the, the test that they give you. Yeah, because you, you were going kit. about collecting your shit in all the wrong I way. Never, I never did it. I never actually did it. I, I'm getting a colonoscopy instead. I know, but it was where your mind went like, and, and how you would like extract your shit out of the toilet. And you just didn't think, oh, maybe I'll just shit in a Tupperware. Well, I'm not going to shit. I'm still not going to shit in a Tupperware. I probably would just pull a dookie out and just like get a bit. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> it's just fucking shit in a Tupperware. <laughs> but I'm not going to shit. You don't know. You don't need the whole Tupperware, though. I'm not just sending him a turd. It's the thing is, it's like a little <laughs> sample tube. They just need a little piece of poo in it. Yeah, I would send them the whole fucking turd and be like, like, I'm proud of this, boys. It wouldn't even fit in the envelope. I'd have to go get a separate envelope to ship the whole turd back. Well, I mean, you'd ship it in a box. I'm not an animal. You put it in an envelope. I don't think a turd would survive in an envelope. That's that's a like a protest. Well, I'd wrap it in like fucking that. saran wrap. <laughs> I won't put it in the freezer. <laughs> Freeze it and then just send it back? Yeah, why not? Um, no, I mean, I've, I didn't end up opting for the poo sample. That's why I'm going in for a colonoscopy. You're going to lose um, your anal virginity soon. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, believe me. Oh, get over it. So 
every woman has had anal sex and we've all survived. All the gay men that have anal yeah, sex have all survived. Get over anal it. Anal sex is one thing. It doesn't last like fucking an hour with something with like a bunch of doctors looking at a camera that's up your ass that you have to be. I, I mean, I have to like uh, be an, well, not anesthetized, but I think they give you um, painkillers. Yeah, you get volume, don't which you? is cool. But it's like knock me out and shove a camera up my ass. I'm not looking forward to that. It's what the I'm aliens like. do. Get used <laughs> yeah, to it. I'm getting probed, basically. <laughs> uh, Epic Farter, good to hear from you. And uh, congratulations yeah. on uh, getting that rape van. Um, I'm just trying to think of it when, like, when the vans are starting. Epic when farter starting. When the vans are <laughs> 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 I was trying to think of a good, like, you know, catchy limerick, but I can't. I was thinking if he really wants to freak her out, he could um, get the tape of the toolbox killer. You know, when he says, "You're probably wondering why you're waking up inside my trailer." <laughs> just put some du- put a roll of duct tape in the back and like I don't know some black latex gloves. Play that tape. Remember how upset Harrison was at that episode? The oh, the toy killer box killer episode. guy. Was it toolbox? Yeah. Toy box. Toy, toy box. Toy box. box yeah. yeah. <laughs> toy box. Harrison did not like, like it's that Tim one. Tim Allen coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if it was his voice that was doing it. <laughs> anyway, people call the Sick Around Hotline 323-522-4032. I got time for one email that we didn't get to uh, last week. Uh, this is from Dugs. Dugs. Dugs says, Evening, D and Kate. Um, got a simple name for that guy. Remember the bloke that calls in uh, from Wales and we we're trying to come up with a nickname? Yes. I so he said he has a name that's simple and less basic than Tom Jones. Uh, so one, nearly all Welsh blokes are called Dai, D-A-I. Have you ever oh, heard this? Oh, like a Dai, like instead of a guy. A yeah. Dai. As a dai. result... Dyes are normally named after their job or what they're most associated with. So dye bread for a baker or dye bank for a cashier. Okay. Or dye podcrafter. Um, no, literally dye podcrafter. Just stop doing <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so our latest favorite poster here clearly should be named Die Crack due to his fondness for the rock. Keep it, dye so, crack. Keep it wrong. Cheers, Dukes. Die crack. I uh, yeah, I think we should go with that. That's a great suggestion, and it's also keeping it with the Welsh theme, which I love. I think we were just calling him Tom Jones because it's easy. Tom Jones, but yeah, I think die crack's pretty good. Ah, well, a couple of nicknames for him. Thank you, there, Dugs, for calling calling yeah, in or emailing story. us, emailing us. Um, finally, here, sick and wrong. Second show will be posted tomorrow at the same exact time. As the main show. We do an entirely second show, a completely bonus episode of Sick and Wrong, Patreon exclusive. And it's only five bucks a month, and you get a whole separate show every week. So that's like, what, eight shows a month? It's yeah. mental. Mental. Anyway, this week on Second Show, it gets a little bit saucier. That's what Second Show is all about. There's no real structure. It's like freeform radio. Uh, so we discuss uh, in detail my trip to SF to see my nephew Ozzy. Got him a Slayer shirt. But I swear to God, he's a poser. He doesn't listen to Slayer. Of course he doesn't. He's a little poser. Poser, yeah. Um, JoJo and I went uh, with my brother and his BFF. This like, probably one of the toughest lesbians I think I've ever met. She's from New York and she's just tough. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, we went to one of the gayest bars I think I've ever been to. And so we'll talk really? about how awkward that was. Oh, yeah. The powerhouse. Um. Then we, uh, the next day, party with Wackerly and his pack of wild dogs. 
And then uh, then this past week, I saw Bob Dylan at the Pantages. That was crazy, seeing a legend like that. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into some of the details, um, just kind of in our daily lives here on the uh, second show, which uh, which is available on the Patreon. Um, also, for a few bucks more, you can get the bonus mini-sode that we call Overkill, Sigurong Overkill. Uh, this week, uh, Kate explores uh, the story, the harrowing tale, of cannibal Austin Harriff, who killed two people. You'll remember this guy. We covered him here in Second Wrong years ago. Uh, this is in Florida. He brutally bit the face off a man and uh, ate flesh from his chest and stomach. Yeah. Killed two people. So uh, we kind of do a where is he now segment on Overkill. Um, I-, I want everyone to like sign up just so they can listen to the, um, the mega mix of him going crazy that I spent about two hours editing. <laughs> Please. <laughs> just a lot of effort. To the mega mix of him going crazy. I am very proud of it. Yeah. No, Kate doesn't just like call psychics prank call psychics she's like actually putting effort into uh doing the overkill so go check it out also if uh, you do sign up for the patreon or directly through our website you get access to the first 10 years the archives of sick and wrong um that i converted to soundcloud playlists so it's a lot easier to listen to now um so uh go sign up patreon.com slash sick and wrong support the show keep it sick keep it wrong and uh, we appreciate it we really do yeah also if you if you uh are feeling a bit uh, randy, go to the Tea Public store and go get yourself some Sick and Wrong merch. Um, there's a few new designs I mentioned before, the Bish design, there's the Stinkor design. I think I even have some old school merch, like the old elephant taking a shit. Like, man, that's, a, that's old school. That's like years that's ago. a classy t-shirt. It's a very classy shirt to own. And, uh, and the Make Abortion Great Again shirt, which is also... Very classy. Very classy. Sickerongpodcast.com slash shop. Click on the picture of the Pope. And finally, here's Sickerong Song of the Week. I'm going to dedicate this one to Kate's father, Drunk Dad. Good old Frank. Oh, that's nice. This one's going out to Frank. I don't know if he'd have liked the band, but he definitely liked the drink. And I think he liked the message of this uh, the song here. Uh, he loved music, didn't he? Yeah, he, he might actually him. like him. Um, the band's called Gallon Drunk. Uh, English band. Actually, kind of, I would say, in the vein of uh, of Nick Cave. Pretty cool okay. band, actually. I just got their, their first record here, You, The Night, and The Music. Came out in 91. Great album. And the song we're going to end it is, uh, is Just One More, which I think we've all said at many points in our life. Oh, I'll be saying it later on tonight. <laughs> I think Drunk Dad said it probably like 10 times a day. Um, <laughs> happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And, uh, oh, wait, we'll... wait, before we finish, can I say happy Father's Day to O.J. Simpson? Oh, yeah. Happy I Father's wanted to say Day that at the start of the show, but I forgot. So happy Father's Day, O.J. Well done. <laughs> I'm sure his kids love him. Uh, people, we'll be back next week with episode 849. Till then, take it sleazy.
George, did the horses hurt your legs? Yes or no? <laughs> Astonishingly, Goldie has actually summoned the ghost of my made-up factory manager. Her deception is almost complete. Oh. You okay, Goldie? Oh, sorry. You okay? Yeah, I think so. What I'd be really interested to get out of this is, is some surnames, if possible, to try and um, kind of pinpoint these people. Okay, she's giving me bull, um, what, dog, bull, dog. So what's his name? I've got George and I've got bull. <laughs>